0: This is KP and this is Kai and, and this, this is you have me at fraud. fraud The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent The podcast's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed during this podcast. And as always, listeners, discretion is advised. another one, as DJ, DJ Khaled would say. It's gonna be good. <laughs> it's not gonna be good. It's gonna be a little crazy. But yeah, most definitely. We're dealing with a scammer. A psychopath. A liar. A liar. A narcissist. A manipulator. Yes. As frauds are. Yes. A con artist. This man's a hot-ass mess. I don't know if I can say that word. But you can, it. Can. Okay, can. can. You can. You can say anything mess. on there. A mess. Yes. <laughs> so this uh one is going to be about dimitri d'angelis dimitri d'angelis uh was (laughs) taken in by let me bring this over here he was taken in by a french family as a baby so he was in a foster care home um he claimed to be abused and neglected he was kicked out at gunpoint at the age of 16 we don't know if this is all true. I mean, yes, maybe he was, you know, not treated fair or well in the home he grew up in. We don't know if he was held at gunpoint because people was like, this man was just dramatic lying left and right, like it was breathing air. Yeah, so we don't even know if him being an orphan is even true. I think that would be true because they had the picture. Oh, true, true, true. But being... <laughs> what we'll follow after is the part that's a little questionable. If you're kicking me out, all you gotta do is tell me I gotta go. You ain't gotta put no guns to my head, especially if the place was so bad that... Bye. Bye, right. No gun to my head. Right. Who puts a gun to a child's head? That's a little... Hmm. Well, you know, mm. that, I mean, that... But if it's that bad, you ain't gotta put no guns in my head because I'm gonna leave. I'm trying to run away before I even turn 16. Right. So... Dimitri said that he spent many nights on the streets of Paris, sleeping on the streets, and that it really opened his eyes up to life. And while he was on the streets, he actually ran into a p- very popular singer and golden singer by the name of Raoul Dipwo. and claimed that Raoul took him in as a spiritual father. When Raoul passed in 2006, Dimitri said, now we don't know if this is true, that he passed and left him his fortune of $52,000 in a castle in Portugal. Mm. Yeah, so he left him a pretty good chunk of change, especially for somebody that was sleeping on the streets of Paris. And, you know, we don't know if it's true or not, but what if he did and that's how he started to make himself look like he had money? Right, he was... Addicted to that lifestyle, so he was like, I'm gonna do anything to get more money because now I live in a castle, etc. So he started his next project, which was a swindling. Yes, he met a lady by the name of Lorraine, um, Belkovich, Rich Rich. <clears throat> <laughs> he met a woman by the name of Lorraine Belichowitz, yeah. But- yes Lorraine and when he met her he was said she said he whined and dined her he treated her so well that she was willing to give him money I'm telling you like she sold her house she stole her car. She moved to Sydney for him. Yes. She was giving him money. She would, like, when I tell you she moved to Sydney for him, she moved into his quote-unquote apartment that he quote-unquote owned, which he did not own. And she was paying him $500 a week. That's... rent. Yes. It turns out he didn't even own the... Apartment, He didn't even own it, yeah. and then so how he got away with that, we don't know. I'm like thinking, well, maybe he's you know, same thing, got that swang swang. Well, no, because he told her that he got <laughs> tumor, and that he had you all these a uh, brain tumor, had you all these different medical tests and take yeah. different experimental drugs, and that he could not get erect so for she two years, sleep with this man. Yes, for almost yes. almost three years. So he was really, it wasn't even swang, wang dang, dang, because he was that was all charm and words. He was spitting that game, game. I don't understand. He that. was spitting that game. He had to. He must have had some a hell of a good charm. For me to sell my house. But also, she's she was in a very vulnerable situation. Like she said, she never was treated like that by a guy before ever in her life. So when she. Got that treatment from him, it felt like the best thing in the world, imagine, and I think he knew that. imagine if if he she did get the thing she no it would be even she'd be giving up. She said you can have my life <laughs> right exactly um, <laughs> <laughs> one of his victims also included a former prime minister. Paul Keaton's sister, Anne in Melbourne, Berenster. Yeah. They were one of the investors for one of his businesses that (laughs) never existed. He had a lot of businesses. Yes. Oh, my God. He was said to have lied and lied to these people to get them to... You know, investing. Interested. And he would tell everybody his pity story about how his life started, and they would feel bad, and... Well, also, not only would they feel bad, they felt like this man that was legit because not only was, like, he looked the part of being rich... Right. He had the car, he had the houses... Yes. But... But he also... Had pictures of him of celebrities. Yes. So, <laughs> y'all, he f- would Photoshop his picture with the likes of Bill Clinton... Queen Elizabeth, Dalai Lama and Nelson Mandela. And if, if you would to see these pictures, you would not have thought they it were... was. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were some good. And like, some... I'm actually going to include them on our Instagram page. So make sure you follow and look at our Instagram page. So I'm going to include those pictures in there because you would, you, they look like pictures of meet and greets where you meet these people. Or even if there was, like, if there was something where, like, maybe they were, like, holding, like, some type of, like, event that you've yeah. and like, they, like, he was personally invited. And, like, he... Like a Nobel piece of it. Even David Castle Hall. Hall was in one of the pictures. too. So I'm like, well, of course. And it, he was saying, like, well, you know, this is my girlfriend. Like, you know, no, you ain't know them. You ain't even take no Yeah. Time. You ain't meet them. He would tell people that... He knew them personally. So these people was willing to put in some investment. Right. So they said include they said, Oh, he knows all these important people. He must be legit. Not only that, y'all, he would actually rent Rolls Royce's and Bentley's to keep up with the appearance of him looking the part. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing none of that. I'm not doing any of that. Another thing that he did to make like make it seem like oh, I got these businesses. <laughs> I'm sorry, he um had a, a like a, a male sing, like singing group like it was like a yeah a boy band because they looked like grown men like older men. Yes, he actually started a music label, and the music la- label was called the music label was called Emporium Music Group. And he started this music label and got s- investors to invest their money into him, claiming that if they invested their money, he would send emails out harassing them, saying if they don't, if they would invest their money, every one percent will eventually be worth six million dollars. And one investor to him, that will equal up to a hundred and 80 million dollars so of course that would look good to an investor if they saw they could quadruple their earnings on just one percent and one thing that would make me mad if i was like in that group that boy group or whatever you would call it because it was roman man band i don't know um like they thought that they said was man gonna be, they, they thought they were going to be successful why because Dimitri was going into certain CD stores where they used to sell yes. CDs and put their CD in the store personally, not like oh you know yes he would sneak them. <laughs> he would he would tell them you know I have your CDs and I saw these CDs in such and such music store and he would he would plan to have his the CDs placed <laughs> placed in the front. Of the genre, so that when the person comes in there, they can see the CDs. But really, there was no distribution of the CDs. He made a few copies just to make it look good, and there were no. He would coerce the right information, right? And then the thing is that he like just to show, like like we said, just to show people, hey, this is legit. Look at what I'm doing, right? But at the same time, I'm thinking to some, like, what if somebody wants to buy this CD? Oh, look at this CD. So now you got okay. I'm looking at this CD. I'm interested in this CD. I want to buy this CD. You go up to the (laughs) register. What? What? You have to have certain barcodes for you to be able to purchase that, right? How? What was going on? Well, he knew the person wouldn't buy their own music, so they will go in there and see the CD at the front of the row. So, know what I'm saying? I'm a customer. Yeah, I'm going in. I see the CD. Yeah. I don't. I'm curious. Yeah. And then the clerk was, was like, "We don't know why this. This is not in our system." That sound, That's a fraud move, right? There. That definitely a that's definitely a fraud move. Yeah, that is a slick move. Just leave some things in here to make it look like legit. I got it going on. And then he said that he's been a karate master. He um, the 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 music label. The thing, The one thing I will say because like he. He can play the piano really good. He can, not but that's probably about the only thing that was legit about this man because it's his name, even Dimitri. Like, I, I we know, don't know. Don't your whole life is a lie? It's crazy. Yes. So eventually, he was found. He was found out because the boy group, by the name of Box, was wondering where their sales were going. <laughs> they weren't getting any money. So they're emailing him, ha- harassing him, and asking him, like, where's our money? Why isn't our music being shown up on this platform and that platform? What's going on? And he would not answer them. So eventually they went to the police. They went to the police. And that's the thing is that when the police, when the, you know, when they went ahead and, like, did their investigation or anything, they, They couldn't even give anybody any money because he spent it all. Like He he, he blew all of it. I don't think he he spent it all, though. Maybe he he had some private accounts, but they couldn't find anything. Yes, they said when they... Actually, do you want to tell the T, sis? Because they said when they... Hold on, let me tell that T. Hold on. They said when they went to his house to arrest him, they didn't find anything, but they did find... CDs, business plans, photos, but no money. But they also, a big piece of, piece of tea, y'all. He up there scamming women, but... The whole time, he had a long-time boyfriend. You got this woman over here giving everything... Sold her house and her business for you, for you and gave you over $350,000. And you, you, you got a long-time boyfriend of uh, the name Aaron Hong Hang. Hong, his name is Aaron, but that's your boyfriend. And uh, I'm talking about some on tumor and erection, like I said, lie after lie after lie after lie. He was really going in on these lies. It, it, <laughs> that's a big lie because you're thinking what well, unless he was those both ways, but I mean, possibly, but he didn't even touch the lady, he didn't even touch yeah. her. Like Yeah, he said, the woman said they never did anything physical, so, I mean, maybe he just was a good con artist, and, you know, they said he had a long-time boyfriend, so maybe he... She even had a friend was in... that was warning her about him to leave him alone that he's a con artist. Yes. I mean, you gotta look at, you can't always... Everybody... It blinders, or when it comes to your finances, sometimes other people because can see it. when... You have to take care of you, and you're allowing somebody to constantly take from you. I don't care how good they're treating you. If they're constantly taking from you, that is financial abuse. Abuse is abuse. You you don't take it at all from anybody. Yeah, you're right. Right. And that was Kyra's TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't do that. No. So, eventually, he pled guilty, y'all. But not before his lawyer held him up because they wanted him to get a mental evaluation. And upon this mental evaluation, they diagnosed him with narcissistic personality disorder. I'm surprised uh didn't say the psychological part. I guess that's part of it. That's a part of. I feel like that's a part of narcissistic. That is crazy. To me. Yes. So once that was over, they found out that it didn't affect. That it didn't affect any of the crimes he committed because he knew exactly what he was doing. Um, he, was, he was found guilty and he was sentenced to 12 counts of defrauding investors and 16 counts of fraud offenses of scamming emporial music artists <laughs> over 850 million dollars. In 2015, he tried to appeal, but that was set to a later date. So we didn't have any more information for that. But ultimately, he got 12 years. And, and the the girlfriend um, said she didn't have any hard feelings towards him. Yeah. And I wonder if she pressed any charges or not because I wonder that he got anyway. It said. Uh three hundred and fifty thousand from her, but I'm willing to believe that it was probably more than that. Yeah. It had to have been more than that. Yeah. Mm. I I sold my house, I sold my car, I moved to another country, I'm paying you two thousand dollars a month. And I'm you sorry, have... I wanna correct myself because it's not eight hundred fifty thousand, it was a eighty five million sorry, eighty five million dollars that he scammed out of his emporium music mm-hmm. artists. Yeah. That's crazy. And they said it, not they it, nobody got their money. Nobody yeah. got their money. No, he did. was giving them occasional checks here and there, but it wasn't equated to what the numbers were, <laughs> <Where did laughs> what, what they were them? selling. I selling? don't know. Because they said he had several different business entities that weren't Legit, so he could be writing texts under those LLCs or whatever. one so. business that you scammed, you probably scamming somebody else to pay you. It's too much work. I was like, I need to do over. can I just... Look, if these people actually put legit effort into something important, they would get really far because some of these scams are very intricate. It was like, if you was putting that amount of energy into something that really mattered... And even in the interview, it was like he believed his own lies. Yeah, so I guess that's what a narcissistic. And I don't know if he believed his lies because he wanted to convince, or he, or like made it look like he believed his lies because he wanted to convince yeah. the person that was doing it. <laughs> or yeah. did he really believe? He like, I lie. think he liked the attention. Like, oh, I'm or getting interviewed. I'm famous for, but I'm not admitting the lies. Dimitri, a lot of us don't know who you are. You're on our podcast because. I stumbled across the end (laughs) yeah no clout over here Mm -mm. but yeah y'all tell me tell us what you think about this one because he was just lying taking advantage of people he's been all over the place uh Brazil Portugal all edges everywhere there's living and one of the people that was being interviewed was like, I don't know exactly who he was, We he looked very familiar. And he was a famous person. And just like, yeah, he was calling some really, you know, important people, like the prime minister's sister. Like, what? And the guy, one of the guys said he would, because he looked like he was of stat- status, he would give him contacts to all his. You know, rich and famous clients, clientele. So he had a lot of information that he shouldn't have. And that's one thing a lot of the um, rich that have like investments in business and businesses do. It, they pass along, like, you know. Yeah, they network. They pass on information. And sometimes that ends up in the wrong hands, as we see here. Because, yeah. I know how he like did a lot of like fraud business, but I just keep thinking about that lady because it's not like. Yeah, I feel sorry that for her. That was personal. Cause she seemed like she really loved him. She just wanted to be loved, and he took advantage of that vulnerability. And, you know, and she said she doesn't regret it because during the three years they were doing it, she she was happy every single day of it. And it wasn't until after the, she found out it was a scam that it broke her heart. I couldn't pick up so and just. No, I'm, I'm out selling, for revenge and blood. I'm selling my house and my car, that's going, that money is for me. <laughs> right. Baby, not, oh, my God. Could we, could go These... out, we could go out to lunch, brunch, dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're not getting none of my money, babe. No, 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 no. I worked hard for this house. I bought this house by myself. Right. This is my money. That's wild to me. And then you got a whole boyfriend. <sighs> and then he was, he was he, when he was younger. But then, like, towards that, was like, baby, you ain't all that. Baby. And he was actually trying to, uh, when he got sentenced, they were actually trying to equate his weight to, like, mental health. But they were trying to add that in there as a reasoning for his scamming. But that that didn't uphold I in will, court. I will tell you, I don't know if it contributed to him being sh- having to be in the streets for some time. Or, like, like, you like, I think, because he he was treated really bad. But I will most definitely tell you this he, it was, it was that interview, It was just like, yeah, and if you, I think, and I've done this, and I've done that, and I, oh, the artwork. (laughs) <laughs> His artwork he was also an artist quote unquote and it's just like no yes one of the art pieces was literally scribbled on a piece of paper and i'm not even i'm very artistic i did a lot of art when i was in school and i did a lot of art outside of school and just everything about everything i do is included art and some of this art was very it, low it looked like he took a whole bunch of he took pens, a marker. Pen, no, those was pens. He's like, he took pens from Walmart. <laughs> he scribbled his little heart away until them pens ran out of it. And eight. sold this guy a painting that was, you know... Now, at least that, I felt like if you get money for it and somebody want to pay for it, okay, that's a legit hustle, but... I want to go scribble on some paper. Because I've seen... Some can artwork we, that was we, like a dot, we, and people paid millions for it. Can we pause the screenshot and put? The, are we allowed to pause the screenshot that and put it up on Instagram? Because if y'all can see it, yeah, yeah. What? We can include that. And too. for some reason, I remember that that red pen. It's just like, mm mm. This was like somebody was trying to make sure to. He was used three different type of pens and then <laughs> scribbled on the on the canvas. Well, well, that was it. Or that was it. Um, he's he was most definitely he claimed to be the artist and all this like a karate person and all this other stuff the whole time. He was most definitely a musician because not a musician. Of sorry. well, oh yeah, he was because I like I said I feel like that's the only talent he had. He could play the piano, but he was also um, what do you call those people? A clown because <laughs> he had a lot of tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> Yes, he did. So I don't know if AP got anything else to say, but Kai is out. I do. I have this to say. I want to say thank you for all of our listeners. Thank, thank you me. for the support. Thank awesome. you for your continued listens. And as always, we are available on anywhere you listen to podcasts, including including Apple Music. I finally got us on there now. Yay yay um and also follow us on instagram and tiktok at you have me at fraud and please send your listener tales um listener scammer stories to you have me at fraud at com. and also follow us and just you know please leave reviews we love the feedback we know and you know since we're a new podcast we ain't perfect but you know, we still love the feedback, whether it's good or bad. And I think that is it. And next <laughs> next week, we actually have... Uh, I'm really excited about next week's one, though, because this one is a really good one. And I think it's going to be like a long one, I feel like, because this one involves a woman who literally... well, we'll just wait till next week to say it. I don't want to give any way spoiler, so... Everyone, have a very good day, and we'll see you next Thursday. Mm Bye bye. I want to make a correction to what I said uh, towards the end of the podcast about um, DeAngelis stealing, I think I said 850,000, and then I said 885 million. It was $8.5 million that he stole from his record label. I just wanted to make that correction because I was completely out of whack. (laughs) And now it's time for listener scammer stories. Today on our listeners' stories, we got a few that was given. Um, the first one is, well, I got scammed off of buying one of these find your good man and keep them books when I was 18. <laughs> 18, sis? Oh my gosh, 18. I bought that shit for $38 thinking I was going to get a hardcover book or at least a paperback book. And I get emails some... Less than a hundred page ebook. Dog, I was so pissed. I emailed this bitch back and she explained that she was sorry. She should have mentioned that. And the book didn't even tell me anything special that I didn't even already know. 18 years of my whole life at that point. Yep, I was a sucker. <laughs> Listen, at 18, you do some pretty crazy stuff. All right. So I have one It says, I fell for the kids selling books, magazines before they were trying to get enough points for a scholarship for college, yada, yada, yada. Never got a thing. I was mad, so I did a lot of reading about those kids and the lives they lead on the road. They treat those kids so badly, it's criminal. A few years later, but before I stopped opening my door for strangers, I had another one come to my door. I didn't take his clipboard. I didn't let him squirm past me into the foyer, and I wasn't going to give him a check. It was about 94 degrees out, so I was ready to close the door and stop letting my AC out. About 30 minutes <laughs> about thirty minutes later, I heard a noise. This boy is sitting on my porch. I asked him why he was still there. He said something about he can't go back. They dropped off the sales team in the neighborhood. I gave him a bottle of cold water and a $5 bill. I think he might have gotten scammed worse than I ever did with those door-to-door sales. Wow, I was not expecting that to end that way. We actually, I actually have a story about this. When I still left at home, this was when I was like, I was still in high school. There was a guy, Uh, was it a guy? Yeah, it was a guy coming around. And going door-to-door selling magazines. And my mother (laughs) let this guy in, and he came into the foyer. And I think she gave him a glass of lemonade or something. And we sat in our solarium, which is like a sunroom. And he spit the best game ever. My mother ended up signing all of us for a different magazine and... Now, y'all know daggone well, we didn't get not one magazine. Not one magazine did we get, but my mother paid for, like, mind you, it was like, I have two sisters, two brothers, it's me and my mother. So that's like, what, six people right there, and we all got a different magazine subscription. <laughs> and he took the money, and we never see him again, we ain't never get a book. And there was this another guy, he was going around selling vacuums and the vacuums that actually, I don't think that would have been a scam because that vacuum, when I say it sucked the soul out of your carpet, it sucked the soul out of your carpet. But, but it was in the thousands. Like this wasn't no Dyson. This wasn't no Dyson. This was like a some, you know, independently like smaller company. And I forgot what the company is called, but they, it was a good vacuum, but yeah, my mother wasn't paying a thousand for a vacuum. But I remember like us thinking our carpet was like so clean because we vacuumed it. And then this carpet came around and literally changed the color of our carpet to something completely like brand new, straight off the, out the warehouse type of clean, I remember thinking, "Mm, I wonder, like, I guess that wasn't a scam since he was going around showing people. But do you actually get the vacuum out? Before I put money out, I want the product in hand. (laughs) That's my thing. So that was funny. And I have one more. I was recommended for vector marketing at, at least four years in a row until I finally agreed to an interview. The way it's set up, it's so odd and gives off terrible vibes. In one sense, it's not a scam because their cutlery products actually do work. But how are you supposed to sell such expensive merchandise in this economy? It seems to be Having for, haven for upper middle class or even above teenager but I came from a barely working class background as do most of my friends. I couldn't justify spending that much on a kitchenware unless my clients were expiring chefs. I attended several meetings till my prayers were answered. I received a call from my ideal employer that night. I was supposed to call the second guy in charge or our unit and read him my list of prospective clients. Since I hadn't, he called me about an hour later and asked for an explanation. His pleasant tone quickly became cold after persistent attempts of persuasion. He and his superior were definitely brainwashed weirdos and their empty stares were remnants of psychopaths. (laughs) I haven't received a letter ever since. Three years ago, when True Blood was an excellent program, I wanted to dress up as Suki Steakhouse for Halloween. This website overseas had pretty good reviews, but they did me wrong. They switched my wig and never refunded my gift card for $16, so I owed once. I refused that wig. Thanks to that situation, eBay, I offer, and Amazon are pretty much the only websites I can purchase for any merchandise. So yeah, I guess that was two different, separate stories. And that's all I have for you guys today. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you guys have a wonderful uh, weekend because it is a. Is going to be Thursday tomorrow. Actually, no. I'm sorry. I'm completely out of whack. It's Friday today. I'm thrown off whack because I'm delayed on this episode because I had my niece's graduation and just like family stuff. You know, this is the season of graduations. So, yeah, I had that. So, I didn't have any time to edit to drop on a Thursday. So, I'm dropping it today. And um, and I'm editing today, and so that's why the de- de- delay. But thank you guys so much for listening, and as always, follow us on IG and TikTok at You Had Me at Fraud, and for any updates, and and if you ever want to see any correspondence dealing with any of the stories we are covering the pictures, et cetera, is going to be posted on Instagram. And I'm definitely going to include some pictures of today's uh, podcast on Instagram if you wanted any details. Because I know sometimes when I listen to podcasts, I want to see, you know, I want to sometimes see what I'm hearing in a sense. It's like, um, so I love when podcasts include pictures on their social media, so I'm definitely going to do the same with this podcast. So thank you so much for listening, and make sure you follow us at You Had Me at Fraud on ID and TikTok. And please leave your reviews, and please send your listener stories to You Me at Fraud at gmail.com. And I will be seeing you guys. Well, not seeing you guys, but you will be hearing from me next week. Thank you, and I'll talk to you guys later.